BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a great day. I am having a great day because I'm seated with, you know, a regular co-host. It's my mm. husband. It's Ben, boy with no job, founder of SpritzSociety.com, use code toast. But today you are on the show as a hero mm. because something just happened that honestly blew, like I see you in a whole new light. Mm. We walked into the studio. Well, well, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you, darling. Um, we walked into the studio and we were like freaking out because there was crazy <clears throat> construction going on outside. Lots of loud noises. We didn't know what to do about the podcast. And you said you were going to go down and check it out. And then five minutes into you going to check it out, silence. So you've just returned. And I want to know what, how did you do that? I went up to the guy in the truck and asked him to turn off his truck. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, Kim Kardashian said it right. I'm going to butcher it. But if you just get up your ass and work. Get off your ass. No. Get off your ass. No, get up off your ass. No, it's um, get your fucking ass up and work. Great. So if you get up and you ask the person who has and the truck were, on they were to shut it. Yeah, I said, hi, we're trying to film a live show. Your truck is, it's a refrigerator. That's what it was. So oh. like, it's like they had delivered the fish and their refrigerator was still on. So like the next guy that's getting delivery is going to get smelly fish, but it's not our problem. <laughs> that's not our problem. Not at all. Oh not my God, you're a hero. I was like, so. what are we going to do about the podcast? I was thinking of maybe going home to record, mm -hmm. but you're a hero. I got gotcha. you. Saving the toast. Thank I you gotcha. for doing that. Anytime. Welcome back to the show. How are Thank you doing? Darling. I'm doing wonderful. Yeah. Doing wonderful. I love coming on this show. We love having you. Uh, great week. All great weeks. Wonderful Passover. Wonderful we Passover. Had, we had some great satyrs. How are you doing um, not eating bread? I'm doing well. Um, just matzah is just very confusing. It's like just... it tastes delicious, but then really binds you. That's what we were talking about yesterday. And... If you don't eat it, then you're really just dieting. Like, you're not, like, in, like, the Passover spirit. 100% you're, you're in You're just diet. on, like, a really restrictive diet. Like keto. Like carbs. keto season. Totally. Um, and so are you feeling like you might break your, your chametz? No. No, 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 no. No need to break it. I'm yeah, just, no, for sure. I'll just have, like, terrible stomach pains for the next week. Yeah, you're feeling bound up? Matzah's tough. Like, that's it. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. It's not a good digestive, that's for sure. No, it binds you and then it splinters you and it's, yeah. we won't get into it, but it's, it's no good. Well, I wanted to update everyone since yesterday I told everyone about Theo's journey to the vet. Mm. He did go to the vet, clean bill of health, said a lot of, you know, his stomach things, you know, his refusal to eat might be behavioral or he's just fighting a little stomach bug, nothing crazy, but they did suggest a teeth cleaning, which if you're a dog parent, you know, that's something you really put off because you have to put your dog under anesthesia, which is just like seems unnecessary, but they had an opening. So Theo is currently at the vet. He's under anesthesia. He's getting his teeth cleaned, but hopefully he's going to, you know, wake up with gorgeous breath, gorgeous teeth. And we're just, you know, we're worried parents right now. Yeah. It's scary. Just because like 17 and a half pounds anesthesia just doesn't sit right with me, but I'm sure everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. And I will say that he was unbelievably energetic last night and this morning, which makes me think that all the stuff going on with him was just a stomach bug. Yeah. But... That doesn't change the fact that he has placky teeth, and yeah, we we gotta we gotta get rid of the black. He's about to turn five, so like it was time. We've known we should have we like wanted to do this over the years, but now the doctor said like it's officially time. Um, so we're just you know keep Theo in your thoughts and prayers, prayers up for Tiggs. Um, hopefully, you know he's gonna have gorgeous teeth, and it's all gonna be good. Yes, yes. But are you throwing him a birthday party on the toast tomorrow? 
Um, yeah, Theo's birthday is 420 because he loves to smoke pot. And I was thinking of baking him some, you know, weed-infused dog treats. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some balloons for the toast tomorrow. Yeah. Who's just, on tomorrow? We're just having, Tasha. We're just having here. She'll love it, but she doesn't know Theo, so she'll be like, what the fuck is this? No, she'll, she'll quickly bring him into her heart. To know Theo is to love Theo. Exactly. So what's new with you, Ben, before we dive in? I know you're going to recap Fast Five with me, which I'm so appreciative for your time. Uh, everything's wonderful. Uh, Spritz is wonderful. Mm -hmm. We're launching in a bunch of new markets or have launched. We're now live in California at your local BevMo or Total Wine, Florida at Total Wine, Illinois. We're live in Chicago at Foxtrot, Texas with Specs, Massachusetts. I wasn't supposed to say that. That's tomorrow. No way. Yes, we're live in Massachusetts in Total Wine and actually a bunch of liquor stores. Woohoo! Yeah, we're, we're expanding like nicely in Massachusetts. Yeah, and the Boston Toasters, the Bostines, like they go fucking hard. Like I think there's going to be a statewide shortage of of spritz because like the Bostines are fucking wild. Well, there should be. And if Spritz Society is not available in your area, you can go to spritzsociety.com and use code BWNJ, B W N J for. 15% off. Yeah, Ben gave himself a higher code than toast. Like, I thought that was fucked up. You want 15? Yeah. Give okay. the toast back their 15%. It's 10% the toast. So why is yours more? I don't know, because people use it less. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart business. I like that. So well, for, if you so listen for today, to the show, Blunge, 15% off, and maybe another day, toast will be 15 That's okay. Use your code. You know, mm -hmm. get, all, get all your clicks. I need, the, I need some validation yeah. on my code. Uh, use your code all the way. Code Blunge, B-W-N-J. Um... But and we have a new flavor launching soon. Yeah, we do. We have, like, to use your terms, mm -hmm. we have a sickening flavor launching. Like, yes, I've tasted it. Like, it's it is so good. Uh, and we just have a new... We have a bunch of new stuff coming out in May, and it's just really exciting. New totally. stuff is, is great. I love new stuff. I love drinking. And yeah. I love being on the toast with you. I love being on the toast with you, too. Have you been listening, catching up with some of the co-hosts? Any favorites in the last... You haven't been on in a couple weeks. No. So you haven't listened to one single episode? Zero. So I support your ventures, but you don't support mine. You support your ventures because it's also your venture. <laughs> Do it. Can I get a cut of the toast? No. <laughs> Good. Make me a co-owner in the toast. I'd be happy to listen to all. Step off. Um, okay, well, it's nice to know. Step off! Oh my God, that's what I was singing at uh -huh. School of Rock. Step, Step off! Step off! I Best love movie that movie. Ever. If you were a character in School of Rock, who would you be? Dewey. No, like one of the kids. Like, which kid did you Lawrence. The pianos. I'd be Lawrence. Um, no, actually, I'd probably be... Mm. Like, when you were a kid watching the movie, like, who did you identify with? No one. <laughs> How could you possibly identify with that motley crew? I honestly, like, as much as it pains me, but it's important to, like, know thyself, I was giving Miranda Cosgrove energy. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you were her. Yeah, and like Except I still you am. A, you have a much better voice than her. Yes, but like the way she was just like leader of the group, directing everyone, giving jobs, orders, bossy. Actually, like sorry, Olivia has Miranda, Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah, Olivia has Miranda Cosgrove energy too. Especially because her voice is not good. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to today's episode. She will, and she'll um, appreciate it. I don't know. I kind of feel like you're the head of security. I could be. You're that guy. That's a good guy, I guess. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, I mean, the whole, the movie is legendary. For Ben's, like, a recent... Oh, wait, I didn't mean Dewey. Is Dewey's the, friend? Dewey's the teacher. Well, he pretends to be Dewey. Yeah. You didn't mean the real Dewey. No, I'm not the real Dewey. <laughs> no. I was making sure that you didn't think I was talking about the real no, Dewey. No, I knew you were talking about Jack Black. Yeah. Can we agree that the worst part Sarah of that Silverman. movie ever is Sarah Silverman? Hundred percent. I think that that movie single-handedly made her a villain in like 90% of America's eyes. I couldn't agree more. She was a fucking vote. Horrible. And I will say like one bright spot of COVID, like very small bright spot, was your birthday, where, was like, birthday. where we couldn't do a lot. And we went to the movies in Jersey City. Like, it was a completely empty theater. Oh, no, you rented out a movie theater. It was not my birthday. We went to a birthday party. Oh, yeah, it was Lior's. For my friend Lior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Whatever. He, where he rented a movie theater, and we watched School of Rock in the theater. $99, you can rent a theater. Not per person. Total. Total. So we threw, like, maybe 10 or 15 people. I invited Taylor Strecker, Taylor Donahue. We all, like, got so many snacks. I think somebody brought, like, a joint, and we watched School of Rock, and it was really, like... A highlight of my life. It was fantastic. A great birthday party. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Also, speaking of COVID, big news yesterday. Mask mandate was lifted by the government and therefore not enforced by 
individual airlines. So I think United, Delta, American, Southwest, most of them, JetBlue, came out and said they're not enforcing the masks. And when the news came out, it's so crazy how like you can be in the air, but like you're still very much like mm -hmm. connected with the real world. Because people who were in flight during the announcement from different airlines, like the flight attendants were like ripping their masks off and like crying. Like these people have been working for two years now oh. in like such annoying conditions on an airplane. Like it's tight, it's hot, wearing a mask. And I just, I felt so excited for them. That is lovely. And I was just, gonna say something totally different until you told me about the emotional response on board. I saw and a video that makes of like, me a, feel like a pilot crying. That's like, really nice. Yeah, no, it's just like, first of all, it's torture. If you still want to wear your mask, like, do you, but you don't have to wear it now. And it just, that feels like a real signal, like we're coming out of this, you know? Yeah, yeah that's Feels great. good. That's great. I was going to say like- I some trips coming up and I'm just, just excited. I was going to say like, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, I know I'm going to get on a flight and like, there's so, gonna be drama. Someone's just gonna yell at me. Like No, I do think that like the amount of videos we're gonna see about like in off in air flying, like fighting, you know, between people, passengers, like you know how we've been seeing so many people refusing to wear masks. I just think we're gonna see a lot more videos like that, people fighting, you yeah. know? Like because yeah. people are very divided. Like I was reading comments, you know, Brian obviously is a travel like news source and on his Instagram he posted about it asking people what they think and like the comments people were fighting so hard like I'll be wearing my mask forever and another person was like freedom so like people are <laughs> still still super divided I think we're gonna see a lot of fighting videos yeah I mean personal choice now which is lovely yeah that could because never I, be me like no, my but, one of my worst fears is ending up on like a video like that that goes viral like people fighting on an airplane like that will never be me I'll, I'll get off the plane terrible if somebody starts fighting me like I will get off the plane I will deplane I will deboard as a personal choice, I think I'm going to bring a mask on planes and use them when I enter the restroom. Oh. Because I really enjoy it. Like Bright spot. I couldn't I agree more. I don't want to know what the bathroom smells like. It could smell great. Yep. It could smell terrible. I love the mystery of not knowing if the bathroom smells bad on that an airplane. That is so perfectly put. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, so. Or even like the bathrooms in the airport. Yeah, what they also need to do now that masks are mandatory, like are not they, mandatory. Are not mandatory. Maybe they make one that has like a, a nice scent. Air freshener? Yeah, like Yeah, Glade should come out with one or Febreze. Yeah. yeah, just like something that it's more like an air freshener for the nose. Love. Make sure that you can't smell those things you don't want to smell. Listerine should come out with their own. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, love the idea of wearing it in the bathroom and I completely agree. Yeah. Bathrooms in general, they're just gross. Yeah, you know also, like one of my toxic traits is before the pandemic, like before it, when we used to never wear masks on planes, my go-to thing to do in the bathroom on planes was to pop my blackheads. Mm. There's something about like the pressurized air. In, um, in the bathroom? In the bathroom, like in the mirror. There's something about the, I think like the science of the air mm. that makes it like prime pimple popping season. But like, mm. I do know how disgusting that is. So like mm. knowing that's what I do in the bathroom, I can only imagine what other people do in the bathroom. And I agree, like I will be packing a mask for the toilet. That, that's something I didn't know about you. Really? That <laughs> you didn't have to share it. <laughs> like, no, I feel like it's very common. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I've shared that before and people were like, yeah, me too. Nope. I don't think that there's anybody else on planet Earth that spends extra time in the bathroom popping their blackheads. I, you know, one thing about me is like if I'm shopping in a dressing room and like I'm trying on clothes, like if I see a mirror, like I will pop a blackhead. That I understand a little bit more. Like every, I'll be at a restaurant like looking in the mirror, Maybe. like there's just a mirror in the restaurant. I will pop a blackhead. Maybe it's just because you're smaller, but like I cannot fit in a bathroom at all on an airplane. Like, yeah. it's just crazy. It's so tight. I want to get out of there. I have to scrunch my head. I can't even imagine Brian in a fucking uh, airplane bathroom. Your knees, like, it's just totally. it's just a terrible experience. Do you remember? So I just want to get out as quickly as possible. Do you remember when COVID first started and people were saying, like, airplanes are going to be changed forever? Like, the way we sit, we're never going to sit three and three again. It's going to be, like, individual. And then we're going to be sitting backwards, towards what, and, like, all these, like, um, sketches came out of what airplanes are going to look like and nothing has changed. Yeah, that's because the people who propose them aren't the ones paying for the plane to be changed. Totally. And the people who are paying for the plane to be changed know that everybody will forget that this ever was even a thing. 100%. Um, okay, so Dewey, are you ready to dive into the Fast Five stories? I am. You are? Mm? <laughs> I beat you. No, but you didn't do it. I beat you. No, but you didn't do it. I beat the cringe. Say it, though. I beat the cringe. No, you have to say, are you ready? Okay, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning... Got it. No. Um, and today, <laughs> today's episode. That's honestly so fucked up. Yeah. Like that's my thing. No, literally, the student became the master. Wow. 
That's crazy. Today's episode is brought to you by Omaze. If you've ever dreamed of having a chance to win awesome prizes like a karaoke with Charlize Theron, going to space on Virgin Galactic, winning a Tesla, then you've got to check out Omaze, the new way to give back to charity and have fun while doing it. Here's how Omaze works. You enter for the chance to win something amazing, and at the same time, you can donate to support great causes. It's a fun and easy way for nonprofits to raise money and for you to win big prizes, like $100,000. So if you go to omaze.com toast and you select something like the financial freedom one, the deadline is to enter on April 30th, so hurry for your chance to win. And if you miss the deadline, don't worry. They're giving away $100,000 again next month. Mm. And through your donations, Omaze has raised more than $150 million to support over 350 nonprofits around the world. So everyone deserves a chance to live their dream and with Omaze extraordinary prizes are within reach for everyone so right now they're doing the financial freedom prize it's a hundred thousand dollars like what would I do with a hundred thousand dollars I would charter a jet go to Turks and Caicos and eat everything inside um and they're doing it again next month but this one is going until April 30th so you can still enter to win and by doing that you're supporting a wonderful charity and maybe winning a hundred thousand dollars so hurry and enter today for your chance to win a hundred thousand dollars or any other life-changing prizes and experiences at omaze.com toast plus you can receive 20 extra entries when you enter with code toast 20 so that's o-m-a-z-e.com toast and that code is toast two zero no purchase necessary to enter or win visit omaze.com toast for official rules today's episode is also brought to you by thuma your bedroom deserves a refresh and now is the perfect time to elevate the most important room in your home with Thuma. Thuma practice an intentional, less is more design philosophy for the bedroom. With clean lines, subtle curves, and lifestyle enhancing details, Thuma proves that simplicity is, truest, is the truest form of sophistication. So introducing the bed by Thuma. It is handcrafted from eco-friendly, high-quality, upcycled wood, and you'll find beautiful, unique variations in natural grain. The minimalist design feature which features Japanese joinery, helps elevate any space. It's super supportive for your mattress. It's breathable, made to naturally minimize noise and create space. It's made for how you live, so the Bed by Thuma is backed with a lifetime warranty, ships right to your door in three easy-to-maneuver boxes, and it takes about five-ish minutes to assemble with no tools required. As people who have set up furniture together and nearly killed each other, um, five minutes is a very small price to pay for a gorgeous Bed by Thuma. Along with the bed, Thuma also offers other bedroom essentials to elevate bedtime. So they have the nightstand, the side table, and the tray, and they all perfectly complement the bed. Thuma works with one tree planted to plant one tree for every bed and nightstand sold, and all of their essentials are Green Guard certified. So ordering with Thuma was a really pleasant experience. The styles are really gorgeous and simple. I feel like they're very in trend right now. And if you're, you know, you move during COVID or you're moving out, check out Thuma. I think you'll really enjoy it. Create the feeling of checking into your favorite boutique hotel suite, but at home with the bed by Thuma. And now go to thuma.co slash toast and use the code toast to receive a $25 credit towards your purchase of the bed plus free shipping and in the continental U.S. That's T-H-U-M-A dot C-O slash toast. Enter code toast at checkout for $25 credit. Thuma.co slash toast. Enter code toast. All right, Ben, you ready for the fast five? I'm not going to lie. They're, uh, they're bleak. Okay. Well, the first thing is like a picture that just sent me into a spiral late last night. Um, Drake is hugging Taylor Swift in a throwback photo, and the mm. theories have begun. Mm. So Taylor Swift fans can't shake off Drake's <clears throat> latest Instagram post. The rapper shared a throwback photo on Monday of himself giving Taylor a hug from behind as she holds on to him and nestles her head in his arm. And he um, wrote the caption, they too soft to understand the meaning of hard work. And he snuck in this, this photo in the last slide of a five-part carousel, which also featured a picture of his five-year-old son, four-year-old son, Adonis, throwing up a peace sign. But the Easter egg-loving Swifties are quaking, and they never miss a beat with the theories that Taylor Swift and Drake are collaborating on music. Um, so people are saying this is a throwback photo. I don't know how that's been confirmed or denied. Like, why would Drake randomly post a photo from five years ago? Now, here are some of the theories. Like, it was the fifth photo in the carousel. The fifth album is 1989. 1989 is coming. Um, and Drake has long been a part of Taylor's series. Like, when she was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, um, she was wearing this jacket with all these different pins, and one of them was Drake. People thought maybe that was going to be a collab on Lover, but it wasn't. So Drake isn't new to the Taylor Swift era. I thought this picture was, like, very cute. And, like, you know, I'm really happy for Taylor. She's in a good relationship. But, like, look, isn't that, like, a really cute pic? Mm -hmm. What do you think it means? I have no idea. People are just saying it's a throwback photo. Like, how do you know? Let me see. Like, there's no date on it. There's no way to know if it's old. People are like, well, that looks like her. She is ageless. Like, the, she looks the same from the last 10 years. I have no idea if this is a new or old photo. Could be new. It could be old. I'm not sure. Thank you for that very helpful insight. I'm not sure. What do you think it means? 
Um, Do you think it's just a casual, like, hey, look, I hung out with Taylor this week? Well, you're saying that she is in a very serious relationship with another fella? Yeah, another fella, yeah. Mm -hmm. Joe Allen. So I would assume that it's not romantic. I don't believe it's romantic, even though, like, I kind of want it to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, Do you think this means they're going to do a song together? I think that it's an incredibly random thing to post, so I would assume that there's some meaning behind it. Yeah, the people, And the if reason, it's not romantic, then it's probably music. The reason why people are quaking is because it's so fucking random. Yeah, it's very random and weird. I think that like a song with them two would be the, like the best song on earth. It would crush. It would crush. It would be like, you know, like Call Me Maybe in the sense like it would just be everywhere. I love Call Me Maybe. Me too. It's a great song. Hey. I just met you. And this is crazy. It's a great song. Such a good song. I'm just thinking. What? That, no, it would be great. And like Taylor's, in my opinion, collaborated with people that like I just think stink. And like if she could pick somebody great, like she's very rarely with somebody on her own level. Yes, she does unique collaborations. Yeah, like, she like picks these weirdos. Not weirdos, but like I think she's not doing like big time collabs with all these other people. She does like, and most recently she did Haim. She loves to do Ed Sheeran. She's done Future. Um, but nothing like enormous comes to mind. I think one of her greatest collaborations is her song, very uh, not known, with B.O.B. called... I love that song. Yeah, what's it called? Hold on. I like literally, I own it on iTunes. Taylor's... I loved B.O.B. Me too. What happened to him? I don't know. Um, both of us. I wish I was oh, yeah. strong enough to lift not one but both of us. Such a good song. Amazing. But you're right. She's not like big into collabs. I feel like a lot of artists like make or, their bones off of collabs. Or maybe I just forgot that she had all of those collabs in like the last album, which like I know everybody loved. Like I just like didn't love which all of one? them. Which one? I didn't like that song with, uh, what is his name? Bon Iver. Oh, well, there were two. So he was featured on Folklore and Evermore. She had two recent albums. They were like oh, she si did. They were like sister albums. They're mm -hmm. very similar. Um, I could write a whole dissertation on why Evermore is better. But um, I liked the Boney Bear collabs. They just, for me, I think that, was that the album where everything was very... It was the COVID album. There were, yeah, there was nothing that ever like reached a chorus. No, that's not a... It felt like it never reached a high. It was always very... It was an album made for, for quarantine, so it was very, like, emo. It was very Boney Bear, which Got is why it. she collabed okay. with Boney Bear. Understood. So, yeah, that album I hated, <gasps> and uh, Boney Bear... This is so offensive. I'm sorry. I, it just, like, wasn't my thing. And I love Taylor. Uh, no, just, you do. You do. I do. I just, like, that... Maybe that's just, like, not my type of Taylor music. No, you're into like Pop Queen Taylor, 1989. Sure. And that's why I think that her and Drake would make a great song. Yeah, and I think if she's going back to pop, I mean, she's been doing kind of like alternative these last two albums, but her pop is like her her thing. And Red, the re-release, was like very country. So if she does go back to pop or just like popular music and she mm -hmm. does a collab with Drake, I mm -hmm. think it would be so sick. Yeah, it would be amazing. I hope that's what we're getting. There's been a lot of rumors on Dumois like Taylor dropping something, but nothing's come out. Mm. It's actually a big week for music. Um, this Friday... Luke Holmes is coming out with a new song and he announced a new album in June. So like, thank God. And like, this is really niche, but I don't know if I told you about this. There was, there's this girl I follow on TikTok and she wrote this country song and she played the verse and the chorus on TikTok and it blew up. And mm -hmm. so it's been months and months and months and I'm just like waiting for her to release it. Her name is Meg Maroney. The song is called Heart, Heartbroken in a Hair Salon and it comes out on Friday. And like, I don't think I've really ever been so excited in my life. It's so good. Yeah. Called Bernadette, she had a in a.m. So good. What music are you looking forward to this summer, Ben? Simple Plan has a new tour. They're oh. coming. They're coming uh, to the Seaport and to Asbury Park. And you already committed to coming with me, so we have to go to that. I don't remember. Actually, now, I don't remember committing, but okay. wait, I think that we now actually are going to be in Texas. Mm, we're busy. So Angeles. sad. Yeah, we might not be here. Mm. We might be here though. Actually, no. I think it's right after your New York show, and there May are still 5th. limited tickets available. Thank you. Girlwithnojob.com/tour. Um, I think it's that weekend, so we could go. Is but Simple Plan still releasing new yeah, music? Yeah, they just released a new song. Oh, what? I don't remember the name. Oh, so you obviously like or love it. No, I haven't I haven't really listened to it yet, but I love them, and I think that that will be great. And speaking of other niche artists, I've played uh, you for him for you before. It's called Games We Play. Oh, my God, you're obsessed. You found them on TikTok, right? This guy, Emian, is unbelievable. Like, his voice is... He just signed to... I'm going to butcher the name of it, too. Something Ramen that like also does Panic at the Disco, Fall mm -hmm. Out Boy, like he really just like signs like a serious label. And he started on TikTok? 
Uh, I, that's where I found him. Right. He is like Fallout Boy, Blink-182, reincarnated right. into just an unbelievable artist. And he's releasing, he sent me a bunch of unreleased tracks. Ooh. And like, yeah, I'm that guy that gets unreleased tracks yeah. in music. So. Isn't it like so crazy the impact TikTok has on the music industry? Yes. It's also crazy to think about the way that the music industry operated before somebody could just drop a song and we could listen to it and like it. Right. Like, and it, it could become a huge... Without anything. Without anything. Yeah. No, TikTok has left, left the music industry quaking, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's the way that it should be. Like, if you then want to operationalize yourself and, like, go on a tour, mm -hmm. you need help. Yeah. But, like, if somebody wants to listen to your music, they should be able to listen to it. It and just... You should, like... It's always crazy to think about the artists who started on social media, like Shawn Mendes, one of the biggest artists in the world. Vine. Bieber. Bieber. Luke Combs. A lot of people don't know that. He was a Viner. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. And it's great. And I'm upset it never happened to me. Like, I could be a pop star right now if I just tried harder. And what's great is that I am remembering that, like, maybe years ago, I said that TikTok was ruining music. Yeah. And I'm here to say that it puts people in a spotlight for a second, but if you don't belong there it very quickly vanishes. No, and it's really crazy how like people can blow up and like really make careers out of it. They can, but I'm saying those bad ones that like shouldn't be getting the attention that they did, they also filter out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, do you know who Tate McRae is? I know the name. She's like touring right now. Everyone's obsessed with her. She had like one song go viral on TikTok and then another and another. And now she's like a full-blown artist. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. And you did mention that if you... Like, you could be a pop star. You're choosing not to be. It's true. It's true. It's like when you have so many talents, it's like, which one do I lean into? But sometimes when I'm getting ready to go on stage, and like, I love, love, love doing comedy, truckers for my comedy, um, I do. But it's very, um, like, mentally taxing. Like, I'm just like always very like pent up, you know, before I go on stage, I'm like very nervous and stuff. And I always think like, if I was going on stage right now to like perform like songs, I would be so happy. Yeah, because it's... I'm not going to say it's easier, but... No, but, like, it's... Like, you have it all memorized already, like, you know? And it's fun. It's I, fun. I think I, it's more fun, not easier. I do wonder how hard it is to sing like that. Like, how hard on your, your lungs vocal. and vocal cords to sing like that for an hour and a half. Well, you know, that happens a lot. A lot of people get nodes. John Mayer and Adele have famously had the same surgery. Mm. Leah Michelle got it in Glee, so she didn't, like, actually get it. <laughs> but it's... You can get, like, vocaled out. Mm. Scary. Thankfully, it hasn't happened to me yet. Mm, yeah. Um, so I voice. guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens with Taylor and Drake. But like, I just feel like all signs point to positive. Yeah. But this could also just be like another Taylor Swift thing that's mundane, but we are making it like a whole thing and it's actually nothing. Maybe he just liked that photo of himself. He was, you know, cleaning out his garage and he found it. No, no, no. There's no reason he posts that. Maybe he was cleaning out his garage. It means something. He might have been cleaning out his garage. Okay. Um, okay. Next story is about the Kardashians' uh, current lawsuit with Black China. Black China is suing them okay. for like financial, emotional damages. She believes that they had a part in canceling her e-show with Rob, called Rob and China. Do you remember they had their own spinoff for a season? She says Vaguely. it was very. She says it was very successful, and the Kardashians were responsible for getting it canceled. Which I don't really feel like makes a lot of sense. I think it was canceled because her and Rob broke up. But whatever. Um, but the. The proceedings have started, and like they're at in court with Black China. It's crazy, and all these sketches are coming out of people who are obviously there's no media in the room, but people are drawing sketches of like the Kardashians, Black China in the same room. Um, and with jury selection, there was a little drama. So the Kardashians were visibly annoyed with the sex tape comments that happened during jury selection. Mm. So the Kardashians and the Jenners were less than thrilled to hear about Kim Kardashian's sex tape during the jury selection for the family's pending trial against Black China. Oh wait, they're suing Black China. I thought Black China was suing them. Page Six was inside the L.A. Superior Court when the Kardashian attorney, Michael Rhodes, asked a group of potential jurors if they had a strong positive or negative feeling about reality television. One potential juror, a man who appeared to be in his 50s or 60s, claimed that he'd never seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but he said, I have watched Kim Kardashian's sex tape, sex tape and I don't think I can be impartial on this case. So when picking jurors for any sort of trial, it's important that like the people in who end up in the jury like have no preconceived notions like... I think when Jackie went to do jury, they were like, a landlord was suing the tenant. No, the tenant was suing the landlord for bed bugs. So someone was like, if you've had bed bugs, you can't 
be impartial. So whatever, like you can't have any real strong opinions. So I guess it makes she's it. Had re- be- she's had bed, bu- bed bugs. Jackie said she had bed bugs. I think so. She could bounce. Oh, she she made it up. I believe. Don't quote me on that. So it's much harder when you're like a public figure because more people have strong opinions on you than a normal landlord or tenant. So the guy said he had seen the sex tape and then the response elicited a roar of laughter from other people sitting in the audience. And that remark made Chloe, you know, she went over to Kim, fixed her hair and was comforting her sister. And then Chris Jenner shook her head after the same man reiterated to the judge that it would be difficult for him to serve as a juror because he would be replaying that sex tape over and over again in his head. Kim kept her gaze forward towards the front of the room. Chloe looked visibly annoyed by the comment and carried the same facial expression with her as her sisters and Chris walked out of the courtroom for a break. Um, so Chloe, Kim, and Chris are sitting in the front row of the audience. Kylie Jenner is there too. And Rob Kardashian was not present. Obviously, Black China was in the courtroom with her lawyer and her mom. Um, two people, two groups of potential jurors, about 76 people have been asked questions and they're planning a third panel of questions um, on Tuesday. So I just wanted to... So um, who's being sued for what? Right. And who's suing So who? E's Keeping on the Kardashians was on for 20 seasons, and during that time, several spinoff shows, including Rob and China, debuted. Um, and in 2017, China filed a lawsuit against the entire Kardashian-Jenner family um, over claims of assault, battery, domestic violence, defamation, and interference with prospective economic relations. So interfering with prospective economic relations yep. is her saying that they got her show canceled. Okay. Um, she's, she is seeking more than $40 million for losses of earning damages and more than $60 million in loss of future earning capacity damages. And the Kardashian and Jenners responded to China's claim with a lawsuit of their own, um, and they say that she violently attacked Rob. So she sued them, and then they sued her back. So now this courtroom is for them suing her back. And they're all in court for what she did to Rob. No. That she just said. No. So they're, so she sued them. I don't believe she won. And now they're suing her back for suing them. I get it. But their countersuit is... Is including that she violently attacked Rob. But I think they're suing for, you know, an overall thing. Mm-hmm. This is so messy. And it just brings me back to the... Robin China days. Terrible. That juror is such a dick. I know. It's like, I can't. Even no. with the, you watched the first episode of Kardashians with me, right? Yeah. The fact that this is like still a thing after all Kim has accomplished, she's becoming a lawyer. She's helped people get out of jail. She's a billion dollar business owner. Like the fact that this is still at the forefront of people's minds is so fucking sad. It can be at the forefront of people's minds because when you release a sex tape, you release a sex tape. She didn't release a sex tape, by the when way. When a sex tape is leaked, a sex tape is leaked. Like you're, you're forever. Like we Why? just watch because we just watched Tom, like Pammy and Tom and that's like significantly older and Pammy and Tom. What did I say? <laughs> Tom and Tom. Tom. Wait. Tommy and Pam. Tommy and Pam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pamela Anderson forever will be associated with her leaked sex tape. But it Tommy. Sucks. But Tommy won't. Yeah, he will. Why? Because I think he is. I don't. Okay. I and do. that show really highlighted how it affected her way more than him. Did you yeah. not take that away from that? It definitely did. But I do think that it affected him, and he forever has that with him. But that's not the point here. It's just easier. But I'm just saying that it's easier for a man to move on. Sure. That, again, not the point of this at all. I'm saying that when a sex tape is leaked or released, it's always something that that person unfortunately has to live with. That being said, there is no reason why that juror needed to say that. <laughs> just keep it to yourself. Totally. Like, why are you such a dick? Like, it's such a... No, but also I just feel like Kim's affects her more than other people's. Like, there have been many, many celebrity sex tapes... And I feel like I don't even think of it sometimes. Like Paris Hilton had one. I don't even remember. Yeah, no one's even as close to as famous as Kim. Yeah. And no one wants to tear somebody down more than people want to tear down Kim. That's true. That's so true. Because they it don't like sucks. they don't like how she got famous. They link she's famous. She got from her the start sex tape. from the tape. Versus Paris Hilton is famous for being Before. rich. Yeah. And cool. But it's just so played out. Like, yeah. grow up, move on. Like, Kim has accomplished so much. Like, being like, Kim Kardashian got famous off a of sex tape. And, like, being a Kim hater is, like, such a losery personality trait. Like, I will hate you if that is the way you feel. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so, like, that just sucks that, like, she, I mean, I'm sure she doesn't fucking care. But, like, it's embarrassing. No, I'm sure she does care. And it sucks. Yeah. And, like, this Black China thing is just, like, it's giving losery energy. Like, and I'm, I, you know... I feel like she thought she could sue them because they're like so rich and whatever and she might win. But I feel like she got played. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Now they're totally. suing her. Totally. And she'll probably lose money. Right, of course. Well, when you sue someone, 
Like if I were to sue you mm-hmm. and I lose, mm-hmm. I have to pay your legal bills. That's how it works. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because like I just randomly decided to sue you. You incur all these costs. And if I had no ground to stand on, I, you shouldn't have to be out that money. So that when you sense. sue someone and you lose, you have you incur their... That's why not like it's always a drastic thing to sue someone because you have to know you can really win. I understand. In order to mm-hmm. effectively get paid. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll keep you updated on that trial. Um, things s- seem to be very tense over there in Calabasas. And we're going to keep moving on with a story that is like the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. And it's brought to you by Allbirds. Spring is just around the corner and the warmer weather is perfect for exercising outdoors. So um, if you haven't checked out Allbirds yet, whether you love to spend time outside running and being athletic or you just love a comfortable shoe, like if you travel a lot, for me, Allbirds are the go-to airplane shoe. Um, You've got to check out their new Tree Dasher 2. They just released them. It's the next generation of their best-selling, insanely comfortable running shoe that's made from a mix of natural materials that's better for you and better for the planet. They feel so comfortable, lighter than air. For me, like when I'm on tour, walking through airports, there's just so many long corridors, hallways, escalators, and it feels good to know that my shoes are not going to give me blisters. I'm not going to get uncomfortable, um, and I love the Tree Dasher, too. So they add comfort to every run with lighter, more responsive foam. It has extra grip and, and an improved fit to keep you running and nature winning. So their lighter, more responsive foam adds spring to every step, and the, the materials are super sustainable. It's sugarcane-based sweet foam mines, midsoles that are made with the first carbon-negative EVA resin. Their shoelaces are made from recycled plastic bottles, so you can feel good knowing your shoes are comfortable, and they're also helping the planet. So if you want to discover your perfect pair of Allbirds, spring forward with the Allbirds Tree Dasher 2 at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Spring forward with the Allbirds Tree Dasher 2 running shoe. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com today. A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S. Shoes are made with sugar. Yeah, they're sustainable, queen. Very cool. Ready? The Mm. Cash Me Outside girl. Mm. Bad baby. How about that? How about that? It's not bad baby. Isn't it? It's bad baby. It is? It's B-H-A-D. B-H-A-D. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Bahad, I mean, it could be Bahad Bahabi, but I'm going to go and guess it's bad is that baby. name? Yeah. I know exactly what she looks like. Yeah, I of remember, course. I remember. We played her for Halloween, yeah. remember? Cash Man's Cash So she bought a house in Florida, mm. a mansion, for $6.1 million, and she paid all cash. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Danielle Bergoli, obviously known as Bad yes. Baby, who was launched to internet stardom for fighting Dr. Phil, now has added something else to her name, a property owner. She's a Florida native, and her TV interview racked up millions and millions of views. She now has 16 million Instagram followers. She shelled out $6.1 million for a Boca Raton. I don't see Bad Baby as a Boca Raton queen. It's a very elder Jewish area. I don't mm-hmm. know how the neighbors are going to feel. Um, she shelled out $6.1 million in an all-cash deal. Her home is 9,200 square feet, seven bedrooms, seven bathrooms, and it comes packed with amenities. Um, it was completely redone in 2020. It's considered an estate. It has a two-story guest house, an acre of land, hurricane impact windows, porcelain tiles throughout. The pictures are really stunning. It's a modern, clean, gray palace. It has an Eden chef's kitchen, a walk-in pantry, top-of-the-line appliances, and the primary bedroom, which is located on the first floor, boasts three large walk-in closets and an outside jacuzzi area. Her ensuite bathroom features a walk-in rain shower with two shower heads, a waterfall middle shower head, and just lots of gorgeous... Very detailed. She's got a billiards room. I mean, because the listing was online. This house is fucking huge. There's a million pictures. Her bed, her bathroom has a couch inside of it. Weird. She's got a big-ass pool, big-ass lawn. You know, she did venture into music. She did a little makeup collab. It's extremely unclear where her um, money comes from. I know where her money comes from. I'm sorry. She also owns a five-bedroom, seven-bathroom estate in the same neighborhood. Mm. Which is now on the market for three points. So she currently has two homes, a $3 million one and a $6 million one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She has a deal with Atlantic Records, even though they have since parted ways. So she had a record deal. She earns millions in brand deals with online retailers like Fashion Nova. I, I wish I had said it. But I, I was literally about to say she got all of the money from Fashion Nova. She is like the Fashion Nova person. Girly. 
And she also works with Copycat Beauty, and she launched her own indie music label. Worldwide, her music has been streamed more than 1.5 billion times. Really? Which like, in, I feel like in streams is like not a lot. I was no, say, it's not. It's not. That's not that much money. Okay. Um, all the money's coming from the brand deals with Fashion right. Nova. Um, good for her. That's insane I, to me. I hope that nobody in like Fort Lauderdale takes this personally, but like. I feel like she should have bought that house in Fort Lauderdale. I agree. She's like, much more... Her brand is very Fort Lauderdale. A little less Boca. I agree Boca is a it strange... seems odd. It seems odd. But maybe she is just that personality on TV. And really at home, she is a uh, nice Jewish girl. Right, like maybe... Maybe she's not Danielle Bergoli. Who is? Maybe she's Danielle Cohen. And she just <laughs> changed her name to do this whole thing with Dr. <laughs> Phil. It would be just like de Blasio. William Wilhelm right, changed changing his name, your name to Bill de Blasio. Yeah. Maybe she's just been playing us the whole time. She went on the thing. She's faking it the whole time. <laughs> she's Danielle Cohen, lives in Boca. Yeah. No, I have to say, this is extremely off-brand. Like, if there's anything you know about Boca, it's, like, very slow, very retiree vibes. Um, very, very not Danielle Bergoli. Right. No, but this Danielle Cohen theory has legs interesting right it's very interesting yeah maybe she just like lied about everything i just can't believe because she people this don't much go, money because people don't go on dr phil like that without intention right no i mean but paying all cash for a house is insane like even like major major celebrities have mortgages i remember with chrissy well, teigen the mortgage rates these days oh that's true maybe, maybe she's just being a smart investor she could be they're now at six percent wow that's a lot yeah so doesn't pay to take out the mortgage if you can do it in cash I mean, she just had $6 million chilling in a bank account. Like, to me, that's insane. How, when when did she go on Dr. Phil? We're literally forgetting that this is, like, 10 years old. No, it's not 10, but it's, like, 5. Okay, 5, 6 years. Well, I'll tell you, actually. They said she went on, I think, in 2016. Uh, 2017. Okay. 5 years. Her first year, she probably made the most money. So many brand deals. And if she had a smart financial manager... Put the money in the market, earn some interest, and all of a sudden, cash queen. No, like, I knew she was a cash queen. I just didn't know she was, like, you know, buying $6 million homes for all cash. To me, that's just insane. Like, that's what I'm really shocked about. Yeah, it's but crazy. But good for her. It's crazy. I'm shook. Yeah, it's cool. Good for her. Happy for her. And just a little bit jealous. No, no need to be jealous. Gorgeous home. Good really gorgeous home. Good for her. Good for we her. We love to see, you know, women in business. Yeah, whatever. Um... Okay, next story is a story that's been developing over the last couple of years has finally been put to uh, an end. Mac, Mac Miller's drug supplier was sentenced to nearly 11 years in prison. So one of the men who supplied Mac Miller with the fentanyl-laced pills that led to his overdose has been sentenced to 10 years and 11 months in prison. His name is Ryan Revis. He pled guilty to one felony count of distributing fentanyl. He was one of three charged in the rapper's September 2018 fatal overdose. And according to Rolling Stone, he requested a five-year sentence claiming he was just a middleman and had no idea that the pills he supplied were laced. Prosecutors requested that his sentence be 12 and a half years. And before the judge handed down Revis's sentence on Monday... Mac Miller's mom, Karen Myers, addressed the court. She said, my life went dark the moment Malcolm left the world. Malcolm was my person more than a son. We had a bond and a kinship that was deep and special and irreplaceable. We spoke nearly every day about everything, his life, plans, music, dreams. Mac would never have knowingly taken a pill with fentanyl ever. He wanted to live and was excited about the future. The hole in my heart will always be there. So um, this has been going on for a while, but the trial has finally ended. He's been sentenced to 11 years. Mac Miller was 26 when he died at his home in L.A. from an overdose of alcohol, cocaine, and fentanyl. Was it an overdose or was it fentanyl? It says cocaine and fentanyl. An overdose of alcohol, cocaine, and fentanyl. And the case for the third man who was charged is still ongoing. Um... Terrible. So, yeah, terrible. Just so sad. Terrible. Whenever I think about Mac Miller, it's like one of those things. It's just like. It's horrible. It's horrible. And it's a constant reminder. Don't do drugs. But if you do. Be safe. Test them. Yeah. Because like this shit, it's, it's oddly. It, like it's there, a, was a, there was a period like five months ago where it was kind of common. You know, like, it's you heard in the city, common. like people are just dying. And it it's happened like, all over the country. It's really, really common right now. You have to be so careful. It just is so bizarre to me that a drug dealer whose livelihood depends on people being alive to buy your drugs would intentionally put something in it that would kill someone 
It's right. so weird. Like, I don't know how lace it works. it with something else. I don't but, know how it works. Like who laces the drugs and in why the, in the drug chain and why? Like why? Why are, why are you putting things in it? There's no reason. No, no, totally. If anything, the opposite. Putting like the most addictive substance right. ever that's going to make somebody live forever and buy your drugs. Right. No, like, totally. I don't get like the point of fentanyl. It doesn't make any sense. We should probably do some research because totally. there must be a reason. I feel but, like. This is probably um, like a closure finally for Mac Miller's mom. I follow her on Instagram. She's like a really sweet woman. And this is just like so sad. And I'm just, you know, praying for everyone. The whole thing's terrible. Terrible. Um, we have a lot of like legal news today, like a lot of trials, because our fifth and final story is about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, which is just chaos. And it's brought to you by Manscaped. Ladies, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and you and your man's lawn need mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Join the other 4 million individuals worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with code TOAST. You're a Manscaped girly. I bought you the whole set. That was a that was a great ad. Yeah. Like the copy in it's it. It's not over yet. But. Oh, okay, cool. cool. But I wanted to talk to you about your experience with Manscaped. All your, your, they all your great, products. They have great razors. Yeah. That being said, like, I'm not using that shit on my face and on my... Well, you clean it. Yeah, but still, how do you... Manscaped has the full package your household needs for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep the lawn smooth and smelling fresh. To start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave to keep both your hedges clean and smooth. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. It's equipped with an LED light, so you know exactly what you're doing down there. This tool is so good, good you want to buy one for yourself after you, you see how smooth it is. They're also raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35, and they're giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as a part of the We Save Balls initiative. They... Um, are offering a code so if you can get 20% off and free shipping with code toast at manscaped.com. It's 20% off and free shipping with the code toast at manscaped.com. Out with the old grooming habits and in with the new Manscaped. Um, perfect gift for the boyfriend, cousin, brother, anyone in your life. They have all great grooming products. The razors, obviously, they have a lot of, they have underwear, they have great travel cases, they have a lot of good stuff. So make sure to check out manscaped.com and the code is toast for 20% off and free shipping. Great razors. Okay, so TMZ is letting us know what's going down. Do you know about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? I just know that like there's some drama over there. Yeah. That. So they were married. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, you what's know What's Amber Heard from? She's an actress. Mm. She's not as famous as Johnny Depp, but she's pretty but well. Like, she's what, from what, Aquaman. She's from Aquaman. With Jason Momoa. Sure, anything else? She's like a superhero girly. I don't know because I don't Superhero. Yeah. Cool. So she they had like this crazy messy divorce, like lots of trials, whatever. And then she wrote an article um, saying that she was physically abused and her journey with physical abuse and made it, she didn't say, I don't think she said exactly it was Johnny, but she made it abundantly clear that it was. Mm. And he is now suing her for $100 million, claiming he never physically abused her. And now their marriage is like on trial and it's so messy. And there was like this story that had come out where Johnny Depp said that um, Amber crapped in the bed. And like left the poop there, so that was like in like, their sounds like me. <laughs> in their divorce, that was like a story that was told during trial, and like people were quaking about it. And now the poop is coming up again mm. at this particular trial, mm. and he's taking the stand on Tuesday, which is today, in the bitter defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard, and he's expected to talk about an incident he says ended the marriage, which is when. Amber or a friend, it's not sure who, defecated on his side of the bed. There's a picture, but like the picture of the duty is blurred out, but like the trail is there. Do you want to see it? No. Okay. So Johnny is suing Amber for $50 million, claiming she lied when she accused him of physically abusing her, and she's countersuing him for $100 million for defamation, claiming he coordinated a smear campaign against her. Just hearing the word smear after seeing that piece of mm -hmm. duty is just... It's not what I needed. So a key date in the trial is April 22nd, 2016, when Amber was having a birthday party for herself at their downtown L.A. penthouse. Depp showed up late and decided he would bail, which he says enraged Amber. And Amber said Johnny threw a Magnum wine bottle at her before leaving. We're told the housekeeper called Johnny Depp the next morning and told him someone had crapped on his side of the bed and then put the covers over it. He thinks Amber wanted him to unsuspectingly hop in the bed and sit on the poop. Depp believes that Amber Heard or one of her friends were the culprit, Amber has said one of their Yorkshire Terriers was the one who took the dump, but Depp has scoffed at that, saying the poop was too large to be um, coming out of a three or four pound dog. 
Johnny has said the pooping incident was the final straw in their marriage. And the poop is on trial. Amber's Damn. on trial. If you were, at, what would it take for me? Like, what would I have to do to make you so angry to take a dump on my side of the bed? Nothing. I don't think I could physically take a dump, no, not in a toilet. It, it's just not like a normal response to anything. It's so disgusting. It's just weird. Like, I would sooner take a dump on your side of the bed as a joke. Right. Than like, as like, uh, I'm getting back at you, so I'm shitting in my own bed. Do you think... It's my bed, too. I have to sleep on the other side. Do you think that, like, you could physically get a shit out of your butt not being on the toilet? Like, I feel like I couldn't squat and just... A whole shit? Yeah. Because, again, like, literally three weeks ago, I shit in the bed. No, but you were sick. That's different. You had no control of your bowel movements. Would you consciously, intentionally be able to squat over the bed and and dump? I feel like my body wouldn't work that way. Unless she dumped in the toilet and picked it out with a glove. It would have to be time and place. Maybe you had, like, two Subway footlongs iced coffee. You're holding it for a long time. And you strategically wait until you're about to burst. Right. You could be strategic about it. That's true. You could be strategic about it. But they were also, they were having a party the night before. So, like, you know, when you drink a lot, sometimes I think when you do drugs, you have to, like, poop. It's just, yeah, but not normal poops. But if you were, like, fucked up, like, doing, you know, drinking a lot, maybe maybe your inhibitions are lowered, you could force out a dump on the bed. Look, I know nothing about this story. It seems very, very odd. And... uh, there's nothing worse than hearsay on if somebody hit someone. Like, did you hit him, her or not? Right, right. And, you know, it's That's crazy. It's terrible. It's like, crazy how the public, like, especially on the internet, like, people do not believe Amber Heard. Like, people are universally siding with Johnny Depp on this. I mean, I want to. Right, because he's Johnny Depp. And I love him. Yeah, so Pirates I don't know. What, of the Caribbean. I don't know what the truth is. And I'm not, like, super invested in these two. Like, I remember when they were married. I don't remember much. Like, I'm not, I'm not really caught up on the details here. So he sued her. She said that he hit her. She he, wrote an article. He sued her, but not saying that it was him. Uh, I don't think she said by name, but she said like her ex-husband or whatever. Got it. He then is sued suing her, her and she's countersuing. for lying. And she's countersuing. And she's countersuing for him lying. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. Just so much any... money wasted. Yeah, I mean, the, the real winners are the lawyers. A hundred percent. Terrible. Okay. Um, okay, so that's like... All the fast-side stories, lots of legal news, legality everywhere. Um, yeah, and those are the fast-side stories, Ben. I'm so grateful that you joined us. I'm, I love seeing you, even though I see you every day. I love seeing you as well. Don't forget to use code BWNJ at SpritzSociety.com. B-W-N-J, SpritzSociety.com. And that's our and show. Don't you normally leave an Easter egg? Like one of those things you still do that? Like where like people go and like write an emoji or something? Mm, yeah, like sometimes. You do that? I would just love to know uh, if people want to guess the new flavor. Sure. Uh, they can leave an emoji of the fruit that they think it will be. On our Instagram. Um, thank you, Ben, for being here. Toasters, we've got a great week. We've got Tasha tomorrow, Remy Bader Thursday, and Jackie's Ooh, back cool. on Friday. So it's going to be a great week. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, Iota, Kids, Fox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us more interesting and faster. Everybody, beautiful starting tomorrow. We are. Love you, Ben. Love you guys. Have a Love great you. day. And we'll see you tomorrow.